a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. A new report in Axios is detailing the horrible conditions of Afghan refugees, things that they're facing while being detained in Qatar, where they're being processed and waiting for resettlement at various places around the world. And so what does this tell us about the problem the U.S. government is facing in efforts to get people out of Afghanistan and into places where they can actually begin to move their lives forward? Uh, really disturbing uh, images and messages coming out of this report, again, by Axios earlier today, uh, was a leaked email, uh, internal email, uh, talking about the uh, conditions that Afghan refugees were facing in Dohar, Qatar. Um, by the account of conditions uh, at the airbase there in Doha, it shows that the U.S. was was really unprepared to receive thousands uh, of desperate Afghans in a safe and sanitary environment. Uh, they talked of being challenged to keep up with the flow, to keep up with the processing and caring for, safeguarding very vulnerable, very vulnerable individuals uh, who have been taken out of Afghanistan uh, as refugees. And the descriptions of the environment there in Dohar, Qatar, uh, were just heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. Uh, talking about uh, children and women just being in squalor, uh, in the heat, without water, uh, without sanitation. Uh, that There is a uh, one uh, classified email read uh, that uh, they have now been infested by rats. Uh, as they tried to do this. The Defense Department, uh, of course, was was quick to say these reports were several days ago. They're working on correcting it and making sure uh, that they have everything uh, in order and in a place uh, where it can be safe and where it can be really humane uh, to those refugees that are fleeing and that the U.S. is evacuating out of Afghanistan. Uh, one military member said that they spent hours just picking up trash uh, that they almost suffocated just because of the stench uh, and just the, as I said, just unbelievable descriptions of, of the uh, environment and the conditions there for these refugees. It's hot. Uh, it's the middle of the desert. Uh, all of the challenges that go with that. Uh, and so, again, one more challenge, one more thing that we have to look at in terms of was the administration ready uh, or were they caught by surprise? And the indications continue to be that they, they were surprised, that the planning was not quite there. Uh, hopefully they're getting this taken care of uh, because this is a human issue. This is not a uh, just a President Biden or a Republican Democrat issue. This is just a human issue. 
And these refugees, again, are very vulnerable. Uh, and you can imagine, again, having watched some of the images of people trying to get out of Afghanistan, young people being lifted, you know, over fencing, uh, just as a as a sheer sign of the desperation uh, that is taking place in Afghanistan right now. But then the question becomes, where do we go from there? How do we move it forward? And once these refugees are able to get processed, and again, we hope that the conditions in Qatar and other uh, transfer stations improves rapidly and swiftly, uh, then they're going to be moved on. And where do those refugees go next? And what's the the process from there? KSL TV's Matt Rascone uh, did a story on Catholic Community Services and the International Rescue Committee uh, and how they have a need for housing for some of these Afghan refugees right here in the state of Utah. Take a listen. Catholic Community Services says that Utah is one of 19 places around the country that the federal government has decided to send refugees to from Afghanistan. And two groups are working to prepare to resettle them. We need your help. Uh, We cannot do this work alone. Resettling refugees is nothing new for Catholic Community Services or the International Rescue Committee. But there's more urgency with the quick withdrawal of U.S. troops and the sudden collapse of the Afghan government. Over the last few days, the airport in Kabul has erupted into chaos as U.S. citizens and Afghans struggle to break free from a country now under the rule of Taliban. Recently, we have been building our capacity, getting ready for the refugee arrivals, but we weren't expecting this uh, you know, crisis that is going to happen so sudden. Aidan Batar says they're prepared, but they're asking for help. They're looking for donations, people who can host refugees, others who can give time, mentoring, and helping them secure housing. We are required to do all the services, and it's going to take a long time, and it's going to take a lot of manpower. Batar says thousands have already arrived in the U.S. and are in Virginia for processing. He received a call yesterday informing him that among them is a family of eight that will soon make its way to Salt Lake City. Between Catholic Community Services and IRC, they can help up to 1,300 refugees at a time. Only time will tell how many actually come over here. Matt Rascone, KSL 5 News. Big thanks to our colleague, Matt Rascone from KSL TV. And again, uh, just what Catholic Community Services is doing, the International Rescue Committee, uh, in terms of preparing and being ready for some of those Afghan refugees to come right here to the state of Utah. And I know many here in the state uh, are already reaching out and asking, well, what what can we do? How can we help the situation on the ground? And with those refugees, how can we uh, provide, whether it's resources, uh, whether it's donations of, of cash or uh, things that will be needed by these refugees as they begin new lives in uh, really in places they I'm sure they never imagined they would land. And uh, Utah will be one of those places we know uh, that will have uh, an influx of refugees from Afghanistan in the coming days and weeks. And so uh, we're going to continue to to watch that. And, and as you look for those opportunities, again, we, we have so many great organizations. Uh, we reported earlier today here on KSL News Radio that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has also been working to help these refugees, particularly at these uh, transit stations where they're being moved once they're out of Afghanistan and they can be processed and moved. Uh, there's a host of need there, and uh, the Church of Jesus Christ has donated significantly and with people on the ground there in many of those locations to help provide some of the, the critical needs uh, for those refugees. Uh, but for those of us that are just here in the state of Utah, 
I know some people just say, I, you know, I just don't know what I can do. I can, I can donate a little money. I can donate a backpack. I can, I can do all of those things. Um, but what else? What else can we do in the meantime while we're waiting for some certainty and some clarity in terms of the direction of those uh, that will be refugees to this country? What else can I do? What can I do today? Uh, if you missed my conversation with Amy Dot Harmer from Utah Refugee Connection, uh, we had her on Inside Sources uh, recently. Uh, she is always inspiring to me in terms of how she helps and how she views those who come here to our state as refugees. And she gave me a new perspective, uh, a surprising perspective for me in terms of what we actually can do and what we actually should do today. But I always remind people that you can't do everything for everyone, but you can do something for someone. So find some someone or somewhere in your own neck of the woods that you can make a difference and maybe do it in honor of those that are struggling in Afghanistan. Well, we cannot help everybody. We can help somebody, and we can even do it in honor of those in Afghanistan. I love that perspective from Amy Dot Harmer. Utah Refugee Connection is a great source for you as well. We're standing by. The President of the United States, Joe Biden, is expected to address the nation on Afghanistan coming up soon. We'll take a quick bottom-of-the-hour news, and we'll bring you the President live as soon as he begins right here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.